know vaccines kill. We've got the evidence that vaccines kill. And we're trying to show people that the other side, because they're staring the narrative all that everybody has to take a vaccine, take a vaccine, take a vaccine, where we believe that God gave you an immune system and that immune system can fight off any and all disease if you build up that immune system. Ready to live at the higher vibrations where peace, love, joy, and good health are the daily standard? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Vibe. And here's your host, Robin Openshaw. Hey everyone, it's Robin Openshaw. Welcome back to the Vibe Show. And today I'm really excited to introduce to you you, uh, Christopher Key, and you may know him as the Vaccine Police. He's paid a steep price for pushing back on the power structure here. Uh, who's trying to ram an experimental uh, toxic injection on all of us, including our children. And I think he's paid a, a very steep price, like lost his job. And so what he's doing now is, uh, with a little bit of help from us, some funding from us, uh, he's going all over the country and just um, standing up for your children's right to say no to a job. So welcome to the Vibe Show, Christopher Key. How are you doing today, Robin? It's a pleasure to be on your new, uh, on your show. I, I thank you so very much. Yeah, my pleasure too. So I'm a vaccine injured person and an, and, a, and a mother of a vaccine injured child. And so I'm so grateful when I meet one of these one in 10,000 kind of people who are doing anything at all to push back, but you are the vaccine police. First, tell us like, what happened to you? Like you, you lost your job. I mean, no, you're not like a wealthy man who's, you know, donating to the cause, you're like literally doing physical labor and traveling and doing everything in your power to stand up to this. Tell us your story. Well, my story started 23 years ago. Um, My background is in exercise physiology and kinesiology. I used to own a bunch of health clubs and I became a father. And when I became a father 23 years ago, um, everything changed. Um, my twins were born with one of the most rare diseases on the planet called phenylketonuria. Although well, never eat protein the rest of their life. No milk, no chicken, no cheese, no fish, no birthday cake, no ice cream. Nothing that has protein will my children ever eat. If they take it in, um, it becomes toxic instantly, goes straight to the brain and causes the most extreme mental retardation there is. Okay. So when this came to my attention, um, my medical doctors at the Sparks Clinic said, you guys have to research anything and everything that goes into their body. And I love research. I, I've researched my whole life. I've always been that person that asked why. And it, it has kept me in so much trouble. But the only way to learn anything is to ask, ask questions. So we went to the pediatrician and uh, told our pediatrician about the PKU. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I've only read about this. I've, I've never had a PKU child in my life, much less two, because we had twins. And I said, yeah, doc. And, you know, I need to know what it is we're, we're doing here and whatnot. He said, well, you know, we're going to do vaccines first and foremost. And I said, what, what can you tell me about these vaccines? He said, well, it's interesting you ask because your children before they're 18 years of age will get 72 vaccines. And I'm like, wow, doc, this is very interesting. And I'm all about research. So can you give me a study to show me this new schedule safe? And he said, sure, Christopher, they're all over the place. Um, but I don't have any right now. I said, well, look, you know, we'll be back in next week. We're not going to get the shots today uh, because I've got to research this because th- these are my children. 
I'm responsible for their temple. So give me that research and, and, and we'll look over that and think about it. So he was going to email it to me, get no email, no phone calls. We go in a week later and the nurse already has three shots set for my, my son and three shots ready for my daughter. And they're about to administer these vaccines. And I'm like, you know, nurse, what are you doing? You know, doc was supposed to give me this research and he's not sent me anything. He and I need to talk. So doc comes back in or comes in and he won't even look at me, Robin. And, um, he finally says, uh, Christopher, um, there are no studies. I'm like, do what, Doc? He said, um, there are no studies. I said, but he said, Christopher, he said, don't worry about it, brother, that they've been approved by the FDA. They've been approved by the CDC. They've been approved by the ANA. They're perfectly safe. And I'm like, Doc, no. I said, I've got to see some research. I took five or six vaccines, you know, many years ago, and you're going to give my children 72, and you're going to give my children three um, vaccines that actually that day was like six of the, of the, cause they were all put together. I said, this ain't happening. And, um, he's like, you know, why are you being like that? This, I said, why am I being like that? Why are you going to inject my children with something that you have no idea what the schedule say? I mean, this, you took an oath to do no harm. So anyway, guys, what I learned later on, um, about this was that in 1986, uh, Ronald Reagan passed the Vaccine Injury Act, which exempt um, all vaccine companies of any and all liability. Um, and they told them that since they were exempt of any and all liability, they had to do safety studies, not every year, but every other year. OK. And just to keep them accountable. So what we've learned here recently that in 2018, Robert Kennedy Jr. sued sued HHS to release those safety studies that they were supposed to be doing every other year, come to find out not one single safety study, zero safety studies have been done since 1986. Yeah, it's 35 years of violating the law. 35 years of violating the law. And what's more important, guys, is that in 2010, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that all vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. Hear what I said again. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled that all vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. And, and, and this is where everything changed, okay? Everything changed here in 2010 because you used to be able to, to take the vaccine companies to court and get millions and millions of dollars, okay? Um, but when they passed this, the U.S. Supreme Court basically says, if you were foolish enough to take a vaccine, then it's over and done with. If you're that stupid, then you have to deal with the consequences. And, and that's why, you know, bears now, um, you have to go through, I'm sorry, you, you have to go through the vaccine injury court. And the most you can get is $250,000 if your child dies. Okay. $250,000. And everybody says vaccines are safe and effective. They're safe and effective. Um, but we know for a fact that $4.3 billion has been paid out as of today. Okay, and the more importantly that you need to understand with that is that HHS hired Harvard to do a study many years ago to 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 find out how many people actually report and how accurate this is. And what they come to find out is less than one percent of the population actually report to VAERS, actually report to VAERS. Yeah, most most doctors don't even know what VAERS is. And I have highly recommended to my 
uh, to my listeners that they ask doctors they know if they know what VAERS is. Like, can they even tell you vaccine adverse events re- reporting system? And uh, Harvard also did, did a study, same year, 2010, found the same thing. Less than 1% of adverse events and deaths are actually reported. It, so, it, it is so sad, the information we don't know. But I'll come back to, to the vaccine part. But let, let me take you back to my children, okay? Mm-hmm. When my children were born in, in um, 1998 um, with the PKU, um, my mission was to find a cure for their PKU. Uh, I, I wanted to find a, a way to cure their PKU, but God showed me um, not only is there a cure for their PKU, but there's cures for, for cancer, for AIDS, for hepatitis, for TB, for COVID, for all disease. Because, guys, there really is not a disease at all. All it is, is is lack of cell-to-cell communication. And when your cells quit communicating with, with, with each other, they cause inflammation. And then the inflammation is what science causes the disease. And all you have to do is make those cells communicate with one another. The inflammation goes away. Therefore, the disease goes away. So, Robin, we, we created a company um, called SWAT. I can't say the last letter or I will be in contempt of court and I will go to jail where we put together a company to help people without drugs, without chemicals, without surgery. Uh, because I knew I couldn't go telling everybody we could cure cancer or AIDS or hepatitis or all these disease because I studied history and I realized those that went public with this ended up dead. And, um, you know, I love life and, and, and I can't do anything if I'm eight feet under. So we went into the sports arena and we knew if we could get these athletes to speak about what we were doing, we would tell the sheep because the sheeps follow these sadly demigods. And when they speak about doing these things, they follow, they worship and they utilize. So we, we began to do that, Robin, and it went wildfire. It, it went crazy. So much so that uh, Roger Goodell, uh, the NFL commissioner, sent all my athletes um, cease and desist that if they didn't um, quit doing business with us, they would be suspended by the NFL. This went then went to Major League Baseball. This then went to PGA. And guys, I don't like sports. I, I love sports growing up, but when I began to wake up 20 plus years ago, I realized they were controlling us with these sports. It's all about giving the sheep their, 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 their food and their circuses. And as long as you give them food and circuses, they normally just comply and do as what they're told. Um, but I knew this was the simplest way to wake up the masses, and it worked. It worked very well. Um, we were part of four national championships, three Super Bowls. We were on the cover of Sports Illustrated. We were on 60 Minutes. We were doing things God's way. We were given the athletes, what God intended it to have, which is real water. Most people have no idea what real water is. Real food, sadly, most people have no idea what real food is. Supplements and herbs are not all created equally in any form of the fashion. You have to be taking real supplements, real herbs, and then most importantly, well, they're all important, but frequencies. Everything's about frequency also. And and we we began to do this and the government came in seven years ago, and for the first time in the history of the United States of America, um, they, they they got an emergency injunction, seized everything we own, fined us hundreds of millions of dollars, 
And if we agreed to no longer practice in our field for 10 years, uh, they reduced it from hundreds of millions of dollars to less than 52000 uh, But they got to keep over a million dollars worth of product that they took to the local hospital and they incinerated all of it, uh, $250,000 in, in our checking account, all our automobiles, all our lab equipment, all our gym equipment, everything we had, they got to keep. And, and we could not practice in our field any longer um, for 10 years. Okay. And, um, Robin, for, for, for six years, I was very, very quiet and, um, I began to really dive into the, 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 the microbiome of, of the human body and, and began to learn so much more. You know, God showed me so much 23 years ago. Uh, but again, I'm teachable uh, and that's what makes me dangerous. I know I will never know everything, but I'm going to die trying because I know the truth is out there. I know our Lord commands us to test and prove all things, not some things, but all things. And if you do that, you'll find the truth and the truth will make you free. And he's continued. My Lord and Savior has continued to show me more and more truth that I try to share, you know, every day because we're living in tyranny. We are being ran and manipulated by satanic individuals, Luciferian agendas and that sounds crazy, but guys, it, it, it is, it is so true. And th- this, these things that are going on with this vaccine is the most evil thing I've ever seen in my life. So when, when all this happened, started happening a year and a half ago now, I got a calling to, to, to go back and, and, and speak the truth to his people. And that's when, um, the vaccine police was born. Um, I knew because I studied history long enough that that they were going to start coming for us and and they were going to force us all to take this vaccine. And I wanted to get out in front of the narrative. So I created the vaccine police so that we would police them, that I would flip it off so that that we would hold them accountable, That, that, that since nobody was holding the vaccine companies accountable, we would hold the vaccine companies accountable. But more importantly, we would hold the CDC, the FDA, the AMA, you know, those people that are doing evil things to most importantly, our children. And, um, what we, we started with was very simple, very simple utilizing our first amendment right of free speech and, and speaking our truth. Okay. And, and that's what the people that are listening to this, Robin, they have to understand the power that each and every one of them have individually. You guys have so, so much power. And, and all you have to do is take the information you hear today from Robin and myself and just share it with one other. And if you do that, one turns to two, two turns to four. And before you know, there's seven billion people that are realizing what the truth is. Okay. Um, going back to what we did initially, um, I, I got a phone call. Um, I, we've done so many things, but, but one of the things that, that really got the, the everything motivated was I got a phone call from a man, um, that his child, um, was having to wear a mask in Jefferson County. And he wanted to know if, if I would be, be willing to come and speak to his, um, board of education. And I'm like, brother, I'll go talk to anybody. So he, he put together, um, and, and, and I was able to, to get in touch with an attorney to put together some paperwork, uh, because Robin, I, I, 11 years ago, um, I was getting all these phone calls from moms and dads, um, uh, about how in Alabama that they were being told that it was a law that had to be vaccinated. 
And they wanted to know, because everybody knew that my children were not vaccinated, they want to know, how did I go about doing this? Because the law says, you know, you have to be vaccinated. And I told them all that, look, the law clearly states that you have to be vaccinated unless you have a religious and medical exemption. So what I did 11 plus years ago, Robin, was I put together a very simple letter and I wrote all the principles in in the surrounding area here in Alabama and said, look, um, I love you guys. Um, I don't know if you know this, but um, you're telling everybody they have to be vaccinated and you're not telling them about the medical and religious exemption. And guys, what you're doing is you're opening yourself up to a civil lawsuit because the vaccine companies are protected of any and all liability, but you are not. And if somebody thinks they have to take this vaccine and they are damaged, then you could be held individually responsible because you don't tell them about the medical and religious exemption. I'm doing this out of love and, and, and you guys need to fix this because I don't want you guys to get sued. More importantly, you guys are committing fraud when you don't disclose this information. You go to jail. And I wrote this very loving letter and, and, and it was wild, Robin, because within a week, every one of those principals had, had, had either called me or written me back and said, thank you so very much, Christopher. We'll get this fixed on our, on our websites, um, on our emails and in any phone calls we make. And, and that was 11 plus years ago, Robin. I forgot all about it. Um, but when, when this man called me that night, I'm like, you know what? What if that were working again? Because it's no different, you know. So I was able to get in touch with an attorney who, who put together uh, paperwork and whatnot. And, and we went in. I went in that, that morning and I hand delivered it to every one of the superintendent or, or the superintendent, uh, the president, the vice president, the secretary, of the treasury, every single one of them individually. And um, I also sent it certified registered. And um it then came time to speak and they wouldn't let me speak. But again, I know my first amendment right of free speech and I spoke anyway and they didn't like that. And, um, they, um, closed to stop the meeting. They adjourned the meeting. They called the sheriff. They called the police. You know, they thought they were going to intimidate me, but I fear no man. I fear not Satan, Robin, because w- what I'm doing is for God's children and, and, and for God's people. And they escorted me out. There was like 12 of them around me. And I got video of all this because I videotaped everything uh, because I knew the video was all our evidence that we had in my other company. So I video everything I, I do now. And they had all these people around me, you know, get me outside. And they got the, the sheriff out there and the police out there, you know, thinking they're going to arrest me. I'm like, guys, you know, what have I done wrong? I've done absolutely nothing wrong. So anyway, long story short on that part, Robin, um, they laughed at me. They giggled at me and whatnot. Uh, but then 10 days later, um, we get an email and they go public and tell everybody that, look, um, the students of Jefferson County and teachers of Jefferson County um, do not have to wear a mask. But we strongly encourage it that they will not have to be vaccinated, but we strongly encourage it. So that that was a huge win, Robin. And, and what happened was, I believe. Um, their attorneys looked at um, the, the papers that we had served them and said, look, um, this stuff, we don't know how possible and probable it is, but there has been no precedent set. And what this guy is saying is that you guys are committing fraud. He's going to file criminal charges. Um, if anybody is damaged, uh, there's going to be a possibility of a civil lawsuit and that this is possible. 
So do you guys want to be held accountable or do we just want to leave it up to the parents and let them decide? Because that way they're covered from both ends. So those that want to wear a mask and wear a mask, those that don't, don't have to. And that way that takes them out of the equation. And it worked. And, and, and we've been doing that across the country, you know, calling these superintendents, um, sending them letters, sending them emails, putting them on notice. And it is working, Robin. It has worked so well that the attorney general two, two weeks ago now, um, basically has contacted the FBI and is investigating myself and, and possibly you because we're telling people to call the superintendents and then they're saying that we're now domestic terrorists. Okay. Um, God, we're not domestic terrorists in any form of the fashion. We're not threatening them in any form of the fashion. All we're doing is putting them on notice, letting them know that it's possible and probable that they are committing fraud and they could go to jail, letting them know that it's possible and probable that they could have civil lawsuits filed against them, whether their their car, their pension, their home, um, their retirement all could be taken away. And, and, and what people need to understand most importantly with this, with the superintendents, the superintendents, we now have all the information. We have all the evidence that shows this has nothing to do with keeping our children safe. This has everything oh. to do uh-huh. with the taking from the federal government for masking our beautiful children. And and we got to stop this, Rob. And I'll, I'll let you talk. I'm sorry. I, I went too far. Go ahead. Yeah, Dr. Cahill is saying some very similar things to me. I interviewed her earlier today and she said people are going to have to start standing on their rule of law, their their natural law, their rights, their inalienable rights. And she says she's taken 150 flights in the last 20 months and she's been kicked off a flight or detained or questioned or whatever five times out of 150 when she says, no, I do not have any obligation to wear a mask. And I will hold you personally. She records them and says, I'm recording. And she's a very sweet person. That probably helps to lead with um, kindness and fairness instead of aggression, but holding them accountable and knowing your legal rights. And she says, I have an inalienable right to travel and to, um, and my, my hourly fee is $4,000 an hour that I will hold you accountable for. And you personally are liable. Uh, if you have a pension plan, if you have a, a, a property, you have a home, um, you personally are liable if you violate the law and violate my rights. And she says that, um, you know, that's super effective. Well, I think one of our biggest problems right now in America is the fact that because Americans have had it so good and they haven't had to stand up to their government, um, you did, you did, you've are, you, you were conditioned for this day and God probably allowed that all to happen to you knowing that you would be here to to lead many and to save many children, which I am quite convinced you're doing. Um, you know, you were saved for this day. I told Dolores Cahill the same thing because she kind of started with her original awakening to just how deeply corrupt the government was and how they'll shut down voices who try to say there is an alternative to the constant drugging and then the drugging of the side effects of the drugging and the more drugging until we, we have no energy and we're basically just capable of the basics and that's how they intend it. But I'm, I'm curious. uh, So neither of your children ever got an immunization, right? And they are perfect. It it is so crazy, Robin. Once a year, uh, because of the rare disease PKU, we have to go in to the Sparks clinic where we have a team of doctors that, you know, because my kids are like, 
it's very rare to have twins that are fraternal twins to have PKU. Oh, and they're fraternal. Like, and how old are they now? They are 23 years of age. Hmm. They're 23 years of age. But every year we go and, and we go to the Sparks Clinic for our, our, our checkup. And every year we'll have a new nurse there. And, and, and she'll always go through as we're answering her questions and whatnot. And she'll ask us, uh, we're, who's your pediatrician? Who's your medical doctor? And we always have the same question. Um, our same answer. We don't have one. And she's like, you don't have a medical doctor. What do you mean you don't have a medical doctor? I'm like, well, my kids never get sick. They never get sick, Robin. My children never get sick. Why do they not get sick? Number one, they haven't been vaccinated. Number two, because of their rare disease, the, the food that they eat has to be completely, totally organic. It can't be genetically modified. And then daddy studied water forever. And, and I know what God's water is. And th- their bodies are unbelievable. You know, my daughter, you know, didn't start her cycle to of age where she normally have, where we got women now that are starting their cycle. Little girls are starting their cycle at seven years and under. Okay. Oh. It, it, it is so sad. But my, my, my children are brilliant. Uh, they're beautiful. Uh, they're amazing. And so many children now are, are being born with all these diseases. And, 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 and it was not intended this way. Well, or, and, they're not, or they're not born with it, but we've just accepted. We've accepted that 54% of our kids have, um, you know, health, health problems now. And we just think that's normal. But our kids, should, people should be wildly healthy. Getting sick should be a once or twice in a lifetime event. And people have just accepted that you have to have this pediatrician. Well, the pediatricians would literally be out of business if they didn't keep the 72 jabs thing going. That's why they do well. Like 85% of their uh, revenue goes to overhead. But, you know, like Dr. Paul Thomas, who's been on this show, said that he would just like shake his head at himself because he has so such high integrity. He would go from room to room talking people out of vaccines and he would go, wow, I'm literally eliminating one to two, one to two million dollars a year of revenue. And so he made a very modest living because he would tell people, well, there's four kids a year who die of pertussis, whereas the DTAP vaccine kills lots more than that to your choice. And then, of course, a lot of parents would either opt out of it or they would do this delayed schedule thing. And he's published the research that um, his delayed schedule patients do much better. But guess who does way much way better than the delayed schedule kids? Your kids, the unvaccinated kids. Yes, they do. And, and, and they won't talk about this. And this is something that is continued to be covered up, you know, the, the, the study for unvaxxed versus vaxxed. They, they don't want you to see the truth in numbers. They don't want you to see how healthy our kids are. And, and going into the, the, the mRNA technology, um, th- this is something that your listeners probably know, but this is not new technology, okay? It's the first time it's ever made it to mark in the history of the world. But back, back in the early 60s, when they discovered it and, and they gave it to the ferrets uh, that had the um, almost an equal immune system as a human being, they got the best antibody response they'd ever gotten in the history of the world. They're like, this will change vaccines forever. But then they exposed those ferrets to the live virus in nature, and every single one of them dropped dead, Robin, every single one of them. That's why it didn't make it to the market in the 60s or the 70s or the 80s or the 90s or 2000 or 2010 or 2019. But now at warp speed with no animal studies, it's made it to market. 
And guys, this vaccine, I would encourage Satan not to take it. Okay, I wouldn't want Satan to take this vaccine because this vaccine it is so so diabolical evil. And, and right now, my great state of Alabama, there, there's a sworn affidavit that 45,000 people within three days of taking the vaccine dropped dead. If this woman's lying, she goes to jail. There's also an injunction right now in my great state of Alabama to stop all of the COVID vaccines right now, every single one of them. And, and, and more importantly, on Bear's website, as of this morning, they will tell you that over 16,600 people have dropped dead after taking the vaccine. Well, and, and that's, that's after all the people that they uh, remove. See, people think that, you know, doctors like to say, well, anyone can report to VAERS. Well, ask any doctor who's ever reported to VAERS. It's nine pages long. It takes them close to half an hour. You have to have a bunch of technical data, including lab results. It's something like 98% of the reports that are submitted are by that person's medical care practitioner. Nobody wants to fill this, 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 uh, report out and you get bounced out of it at a high rate. It's very ancient. Like they didn't even update it for this. They're not, they're not trying hard to solicit information about how people are doing afterwards. And most practitioners, like you said, both health and human services and Harvard discovered that the vast majority over 99% don't get don't get reported partly because the doctors don't know about VAERS, but, and they don't know that they're legally responsible for reporting to VAERS. Nobody's enforcing that. Um, but also the, most of the deaths, those are only the deaths that happened within a matter of days or like a perfectly healthy person who dropped dead after a few weeks or developed a seizure disorder when they're perfectly healthy, you know? Um, so Christopher, I broke the story of Everett and Preston Romney. They're both six foot nine athletes, father, son. Oh, and, and they got one dose each of two different brands on the same day. And they both ended up in the hospital full of blood clots. The son is still fairly disabled. They were told 90% chance he would die. He was a six foot nine athlete with no health problems. The father was a 42 year old, six foot nine super athlete as well. Our media wouldn't touch it. They knew about it. They knew about it. They would not touch the father's, the father's hospitalization. And so he's, you know, probably on blood thinners for life. The mother is also vaccinated. She had her baby recently and her, her, um, bladder and her, uh, uterus exploded and she needed a four and a half hour surgery. I mean, yeah. So. You know, we try to get these stories out, you and I do, because the media certainly isn't going to. They're covering it up. So the Alabama lawsuit, are you talking about the one that um, America's Frontline Doctors did? And are you involved in that? Because I'm curious why they chose a district court in Alabama. I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I, I've talked to, um, who's the attorney? I can't Simone think of his name. Gold? No, it's not Simone Go. That that that's where she's an attorney, but she's also the doctor. But uh, I think it's yeah. Tim. Tim okay. something. Well, oh, anyway. Tom Renz. Tom Renz. Yeah, there it okay. is. Yeah, I've talked to him on two occasions. It was just why it's all in Alabama. I don't know. There's so much going on here in Alabama, and and the really cool thing is before I left Alabama um, and, and went away, we were the most unvaccinated state in the entire United States of America. And I, I've been gone for about five months. And while I was gone, Mississippi has passed us. So I'm hoping to get more people involved and, and, and get more awareness here in my state of Alabama, because that, that really bothers me that, that that we're now number two, you know, but um, no, I'm 
I'm not involved with that particular case. Uh, we have another case um, where um, Billy McGowan um, is in the Supreme Court of Alabama to stop all the masking here. Um, and, and hopefully we'll get a ruling on that very shortly. And, and that will be the precedence that, that will move forward to get them to stand down. Uh, because, again, we, we know there is no scientific evidence whatsoever to prove that these masks do anything at all except for harm our children. And, and it has to stop. Um, you were um, so you broke the story on, on, on the on the on the on the on the, the, the father son. Wow. Yeah, they they are my cousins. I'm a Romney and they're a Romney. So I kind of had reached out to them and I offered to help with Everest. And I assume that's why she gave me the time of day because I didn't know them. There's a, there's a lot of Romney cousins. But yeah, so I went out there with it and then the media wouldn't pay the slightest bit of attention to it. I mean, how is that a story? Is that a news story that everybody in America is required? I don't care if you're pregnant. I don't care if you're, you know, they're going to make five-year-olds get it. I don't care if you have six autoimmune diseases. Uh, pregnant women, everybody has to get this jab. But we have, after one shot, we have super healthy, six foot nine super athletes, father and son, with different brands in the hospital full of blood clots. My own mother-in-law is uh, has just been diagnosed with blood clots. She got two jabs. She has absolutely no interest in any information that might suggest that her getting jabbed uh, or why she has blood clots. We have tens of thousands of people who've been reported through the VAERS database uh, that they're having clotting disorders. We have 65%. Some doctors are testing their, their patients with D-dimer tests, which is a molecular level or microclotting. Um, 65% of them have this microclotting going on that's discernible. And yet we're, to get, we're not going to let the American people know anything about this. So frustratingly, we have this like, information river going on right now and it's running parallel to the mainstream media the corporate media the mass media whatever you want to call them and they will not let any of this information into the mainstream media you don't you don't criticize your sponsors to get 50 to 70 percent of their money from the people who own pharma but i know i believe that you um lost your job and now you've sort of dedicated yourself full time and are are fueled by uh donations. Can you tell us what it is that you're um traveling around the country doing to stand for our rights? Well real quick, you know, I had the court order that I couldn't practice my field for 10 years. So I had to take a, a job as a mover because I couldn't do anything involved with health, wellness, or pain management. So I took a job as a mover and then when I, when I spoke out and, and got the Board of Education to stand down in Alabama, my liptard boss fired me from my job. And from then on, I decided, look, I've got to go out and, and, and speak the truth. And, and that's what we began to do. And we put together the vaccine police. And we've been able to travel around the country um, telling people how they can do what we do, giving them the very simple solutions. Um, one thing I want to talk about uh, before we get any further is uh, most people don't know what chlorine dioxide is. Everybody's talking about ivermectin and hydrochloroquine, but chlorine dioxide, um, Dr. Manuel Aparicio, who's a very good friend of mine, who, who heads up over 7,500 medical doctors now. It was 5,000, but, but, but now it's up to 7,500. He went on the Stu Peters show six months ago and said him and his team had cured over half a million people that had COVID with a simple solution called chlorine dioxide. All your people remember when President Trump talked about drinking bleach. Um, that's what they were talking about. And, and, and I drink it. MSM, isn't it? I drink it. 
single day. MMS. MMS. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I drink it every single day. And and those of you that don't know Mark Grennan, uh, Mark Grennan and his three sons are still in prison, have been in prison for over a year now with no trial, no anything, because they were giving this away. And, and if any of your people possibly want some, if they will send me a text message of their met, I mean, of their uh, mailing address, it's very possible and probable, I will ship it out to you. Uh, because, again, we feel like this is something everybody needs to have in their own cabinet, um, because what is going to be coming here in, in, in October and November um, when they, they consider it to be flu season, um, when these people get exposed with the live virus, guys, um, it's not going to be good. I'm just hoping to God that they, they, they gave out a lot more placebo vaccines than they did the real vaccines um, so we don't have all the death and destruction. Um, one of the other things we're doing, Robin, is um, I've put up five uh, billboards in Texas, and, and we're planning on putting them up in all 50 states where they simply say vaccines kill. We know vaccines kill. We've got the evidence that vaccines kill, and we're trying to show people that the other side, because they're staring the narrative all that everybody has to take a vaccine, take a vaccine, take a vaccine, where we believe that God gave you an immune system and that immune system can fight off any and all disease if you build up that immune system. And, and that's why my one product, I don't know if we talked about uh, my antler velvet, um, that was a product that got banned by the NFL, the PGA, Major League Baseball. And it's a product that I never leave home without because um, any medical doctor in the country, any anti-aging doctor in the country will tell you, if you want to stay youthful, if you want to stay young, if you want to build up your immune system, you want to take synthetic HGH. Okay, synthetic HGH will cost you about four grand a month. It's converted by the liver to IGF-1, insulin-like growth factor. That's what does everything to rebuild the body, I believe. And, and, and we have deer that we harvest out of New Zealand. Their antlers, their antlers are the fastest growing substance on planet Earth. They're growing almost an inch a day. And, and we were able to freeze dry and put into a sublingual spray that you spray into your tongue. It's perfectly natural it, 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 and it works amazingly well. And that was a product that, 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 that they banned and, and, and took off the market. And it's another simple solution, I believe, to help the temple. It's all about protecting God's temple. And, and, and you guys have to protect your temple uh, because the media is not going to tell you these simple solutions. And, 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 and because again, they want you to take the pharmaceutical drugs that are made from petroleum because they know that petroleum-based product will cause another issue, which causes another issue, which causes another issue. It's the best economic model I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and, Pfizer Pfizer has made more this year um, from the drugs that they're using to treat to treat the side effects of the vaccine. They've made more money on that than on the vaccines. It's really well known that vaccines are a loss leader. Leaders. But you create a you create a lifelong customer. I mean, it, it, like, I, wouldn't you love to have a company, Robin, where number one, you were exempt of any and all liability, any and all liability. Number two, the government mandated that everybody buy your product. Yeah. So your so your market is every human in the world. It's it's free to the customer. The governments pay for it. Yeah, it's an, it's literally the most brilliant business model in the world. Why wouldn't they keep going with it? And when when 1986 National Vaccine Injury and Compensation Act happened, of course, you know we have like a ten thousand times more uh, vaccines in the pipeline being developed because the whole system is super corrupt. You've got all the three letter agencies that are a revolving door with 
executives of the pharmaceutical industry. And so they're all just good old boy network. They all go to the same cocktail parties. I'll tell you what, you go to a cocktail party with someone, you meet them and you're, it, sometimes that's all it takes to be beholden to someone. I can't even count how somebody, how, how many times somebody has said to me when I'm like, well, the, you know, this, this person over here, their behavior is suspect or their business practices are suspect. I'll have people say to me just over the course of a lifetime, they'll say, no, no, I, I met him. He's great. As if, because I met him and I liked him, he is incapable of wrongdoing. Like we, <laughs> we, we have this thing going on and the, these people all, they, they're all at the same dang cocktail party. I mean, metaphorically cocktail party, right? But there are actual cocktail parties. So we, we have to just be aware that for somebody who's inside that system, they have golden handcuffs on. They're all making six figures. Some of them making seven figures. Anthony Fauci is getting seven figures a year in kickbacks. He controls all the research in the world. Of course, he's not going to, of course, he's not going to retire. There's not very many people you can find who are willing to um, lie to the American public and do it well so that he seems like a, a sweet little grandpa who cares about your health. It's not, it's not what's going on, right? Eric Fauci does not care about anybody's health in the world, all he cares about is money. And, and again, if you follow the money, you know, you, you'll find the truth. And and that's why we need Robin, people like yourself, people like me that will stand up for this truth. And, and that's why, you know, the vaccine police is looking for um, a few good men and women that, that will do three simple things. Number one, put God first. Number two, put the people around the world first. And number three, put God's children first. And and that's what we're looking for, the people that will stand up and, and hold these people accountable. And our men are not men anymore. Our, our men are, are, are have been feminized by design. Um, and that goes back to the food, the water, the air. And, and that's why it's so important to take care of your temple so you can stand up for these things and, and, and defend your, your family, defend your children. And, and, and that's why you, you've got to be so aware of what you put in the temple. And, and, and people just don't know. And, and, and everything on the telelive vision, they call it the telelive vision for a reason. It tells you lies, lies, and more lies. They call it TV programming for a reason. It programs you to their narrative. And their narrative is not of God. Their narrative is very satanic. It's very Luciferian. And, and, and the people have to start asking questions and critically thinking, okay? What happened to critically thinking? You know, it, 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 it is wrong now to question anything. Why am I now considered a domestic terrorists because I question things, okay? You know, God commands you to test and prove all things, you know, but yet I do that and I'm considered a domestic terrorist. I'll be a domestic terrorist all day because I will continue to go into pharmacists. I will continue to go into board of educations and I will shut them down because I know what they're doing is violation of God's law. It's violation of the Nuremberg Code and it has to stop. You know, I went into uh, a CVS and a Walgreens and a Walmart in Missouri two months ago, and, and and we physically shut them down, Robin. When they saw me coming with my paperwork, they physically closed their doors. They closed their doors. Washington Post wrote about it, and they called me a domestic terrorist and, and this, that, and the other. I'm not. 
I, I am doing God's work, I believe, and if anybody can show me a better way of doing it, I will listen. I'm very teachable, okay? But right now, I've had to take extreme measures, but I don't use any violence. I will never use violence. I do not uh, approve of any violence at all. I, I, I approve of using your First Amendment and the power of the pen and going out and putting these people on notice, letting them know that we know the gig is up. We know they're committing fraud. We know that, that we can sue them now, and we will not stand down. We have to make them fear us, Robin. The government should always fear the people. They all well, And I, I think a lot of these um, sort of fake legal measures that they're using, uh, some of the freedom fighters in Utah have um, charges against them and I, I was receiving cease and desists for, for the crime of writing Angela Dunn, who's the CDC, top CDC employee in Utah. Um, I don't write threats. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a professional. I'm, I would never, I would never even use a swear word in an email, but I'm getting cease and desist. So I just point that out. I know that, um, you know, Dolores Cahill told me this morning that she's facing charges. I think they're just doing that for one reason. In fact, I hate to even give it energy mentioning it, but I want to say why this is important is they're doing this, even though they know none of it holds up. Everybody walks away from their, from, from these charges. Uh, Chris Sky in Canada says there hasn't been one single person who has been actually fined in Canada because they know it's illegal. They know it's un- illegal. They know it's unconstitutional. They know it's immoral, but they, they float those things out there so that they're hoping that all the people who are resisting the scams, uh, you know, share that information with others and get scared and get more compliant. That's the whole purpose of it. So I'm not, I'm not super worried about any of these, uh, these legal shenanigans. And if I got served with something or somebody wants to sue me, I'll just defend myself and it wouldn't change my behavior whatsoever. So should anyone be listening to this and think, oh, we'll scare her. We'll, we'll coerce her in this way. We'll, do this to her so that she tells everybody about it and keep, and, and so that all those people put their sheep like heads down and, and just keep quiet while they shackle us and put us in tiny little cages. Listen, like, good luck. Good luck scaring me. I've already, I've already stared down the barrel of that gun and I can tell that you have too, that you've, you've already been at the tip of the spear and you've already decided this is the hill I die on. Am I wrong? You're a hundred percent right. I mean, a hundred percent right. I, I fear no man. I fear not Satan. Everybody's like, well, well, don't you fear for your life? I, I tell them jokingly, I'm like, look, I've been saved. I know I'm not going to hell. And, and, and number two, um, God don't want me in heaven right now because I will ask him so many questions. I will make him crazy. So you guys are stuck with me because I am here to help God's children. And, and we have so much work to do. Um, real quick, let me talk about my, my, my court case, Robin. Um, people don't know this possibly, but um, two days before they... Um, rescinded the mask ordinance, I purposely got arrested in front of Whole Foods, okay? Purposely got arrested in front of Whole Foods after I served um, the, the manager with paperwork, um, the chief of police of Mount Brook, um, the um, sheriff of Mount Brook, um, all of letting them know that, that, that they were open for public accommodation and they had no right uh, to not allow me in because I refused to wear a mask. And by refusing to wear a mask, uh, they wanted to take my temperature and they wanted me to answer seven medical questions. That is practicing medicine without a license. They have no right to do this. But anyway, I was arrested and um, I went to my arraignment six months ago, Robin. And in my arraignment, um, I never entered. Uh, well, 
I never entered their jurisdiction because when they asked if I was Christopher Key, I told him I was here about that matter. He, he said, are you not Christopher Key? I said, I'm the administrator for that matter. And then he said, do you not understand the question? And I said, again, um, no man will ever stand over me. I, I, I stand under my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I said, he said, well, how do you plead? And I said, your honor, before I enter a plea, I have to know, number one, that you believe in God. And number two, that you took an oath of office. And Robin, he told me he didn't have to answer. He told me he did not have. I got all this recorded. I got the whole thing recorded because that day, Robin, I so wanted to go to jail. I went irate, screaming and hollering at him, trying to get him to put me in contempt of court. But he didn't. He wouldn't do it because he knew I know the law. He knows I know the Constitution. So anyway, Robin, I came back into Alabama this week. Um, I'm sorry, last week. Just because my court was on Wednesday, I was supposed to be before my judge on Wednesday uh, for my court. And, and what people don't realize is I did this purposely because I knew I had to be damaged in order for me to be able to do all the things that I'm trying to do. So I had subpoenaed my governor, my lieutenant governor, my medical advisory board, the attorney general, all of which I subpoenaed to come into court to prove that the virus has been isolated. And that there's proof that there is a pandemic. Okay. Um, so those are, I, those are the two things they can't, they cannot prove. And in other jurisdictions, they've admitted it and the person walks away. Well, the crazy thing is, Robin, I get a phone call from the district attorney on Friday as I'm driving in from South Carolina. I've called him every day for the last three months, uh, because number one, I've never received my police report. The police report they gave me, Robin, was 100% redacted except for my name. The only thing that's in my police report is my name. And then there's five pages of black redaction of everything. So anyway, I, I've been preparing my case. And, and I told the district attorney, I said, look, you know, we're planning a rally and all these other things. I need to make sure we're going to have court on Wednesday. And this was in the beginning stages. Look, it's taken care of. No problem. So on Friday, and again, I've got all this recorded. Anybody can go to my Telegram page and, and they can listen to all these calls and whatnot. But on Friday, the district attorney calls me and says, Mr. Key, um, I've never seen this happen in, in my history as an attorney. Uh, but the judge this morning ordered your case removed from his jurisdiction. <laughs> so now my, my case has been removed from his jurisdiction. And um, I think it's in Jefferson County's jurisdiction now. And um I can't get anybody on the phone. I can't get anybody to let me know when, what, or where. So, guys, I, I really I, need... I, I predict a game of hot potato has begun. Well, I, I need prayers, guys, because th this is one of the cases that will set the precedence because I feel 100% comfortable that we will win this case. And if we don't win this case, I will take it to the appellate court, and I'll take this all the way to the Alabama Supreme Court and to the U.S. Supreme Court if I have to, because I did this perfectly, I think, the way I served them all and let them know exactly what was going on. And, you know, they cannot discriminate against me because of my medical exemption and or because of my religious exemption. And and, and I did it purposely at Whole Foods because they're owned by Amazon, Robin. So th th this is the case I, I, I need prayers for, and, and I need you guys to stand up for your rights. You've got to know your constitution. You got to know your amendments. You got to know that we cannot fear them anymore because they are motivated by the fear in us. 
And, and we have to stand up to this tyranny. And it's not real hard to say no, you know, and, and it's not real hard to build up your temple once you know this. Knowledge is power. You know, knowledge is power. And we have a lot of information on my website, vaccines-police.com. If you have questions that I don't have answered, pick up the phone and, and, and call me. My, my direct sale is 205 205- Nine three six nine eight zero three. I take phone calls all day, all night. Um, God told me to take every phone call and return every text message. So I do that. He didn't say anything about email. So please don't email me. I got about 20,000 emails and I will get to those, but I got to get a team to start doing those. But, but I, I take my phone call and, and, and I promise I'll, I'll return your phone call. I return your text message because again, I tell people, do not believe anything I say. Okay, I, I'm not a medical doctor. I do not practice medicine with a license. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not, do not practice law without a license. Uh, do not believe anything I say. Take it with a grain of salt. And then please, please go do your own research. And more importantly, do what the Lord commands you to do. And that is test and prove all things. Not some things, but all things. And I promise you guys, if you do this, you'll find the truth. And the truth shall make you free. You ask and you will receive. You'll get the information, but you can't just sit there and do nothing and believe everything you see on the television. So please question me, question Robin, and seek the truth because it's not real hard. It's not real hard. It's getting harder to find the truth because they're they're putting everything away and whatnot. You know. So, what are your thoughts on that, Robin? Yeah, they're they're eliminating information fast. Like right right before I did this episode with you, I did a really fast. Um, uh, episode that I'm going to put out as urgent, which is urgent how to get ivermectin and prove that it's approved. Uh, because I said a month ago that ivermectin is being driven off the market so you can have, cannot have access to it. And Trevor, who, um, who edits my podcast, he knew that. And he probably just thought, oh, I'll get it if I get sick. But people aren't thinking, they're, they're not realized that when they go, they go and they get sick, you might get told no by all the practitioners you know. So now you have to get outside the box and you have to go find somebody else to give you ivermectin. And then now you've been sick for a week. Plus, you don't feel like doing anything like making all these calls and bulldogging things like you would if you were feeling well. And then, then you get turned down like I did by CBS, et cetera. So. I've been telling people, get ivermectin. Well, Trevor didn't have it before he got sick. So his wife ends up in the hospital. He and his wife are now almost three weeks in and they're, they've turned a corner. Uh, praise God. They are, um, you know, keep praying for him, everybody, but they, they're looking good. They're off oxygen. I think she's getting out of the hospital today. So, you know, we, we have to get that ivermectin in advance. And, you know, what I said is I, I, those of you who've heard me say this once or twice, I apologize, but I think this is a really critically important message. Get the ivermectin because they're about to scam you and they're about to come in and tell the people who aren't sophisticated enough or educated enough on these topics to realize that they're being scammed. They're going to sell you Pfizermectin, which has nothing to do with ivermectin. It is molecularly different. So I had just done an episode right before I got on with you to tell people I just rounded up the government's documents, the NIH's documents, CMS, which is which is the Medicaid Medicare system, uh, their documents that say that ivermectin is a valid treatment for COVID nineteen. They want to tell you it's not, and the media wants to call it the horse dewormer. Won't even name it by name because they don't want people to ask for it. They don't want people to learn about it. They don't want people to learn the entire countries have eliminated COVID by using it. 
So we just, in fact, in the bottom of this, um, I'm going to, I'm going to put your website, but I'm also going to put that link so that you guys can go get these two documents so that you can print it off and you can prove. And, you know, my staff came back and said, Oh, it's just a link. Is it okay if we send people a link? Sure. Except that they're going to scrub it. As soon as they figure out, oops, we made a mistake. We put it out there that we approve of ivermectin. We know that it works and it's an approved drug for COVID. Then when they get rid of it, I'm like, you guys make a PDF. So people have the PDF and it's clear that NIH, FDA, CMS, et cetera, approved of this drug. So get, get yourself the proof, get yourself the ivermectin because pretty soon you won't be able to, Hey, you know, we ourselves, we didn't, we didn't get any ivermectin. I figured that we'll be fine. So it was day eight before we got it and we're fine. We're healthy. And that's why, why I didn't go out of my way to get it is that when we were, when we were sick with COVID it was the first half of August, it was really, really, really hard to get then. Now it's next to impossible, which is why Trevor and his wife, they knew better. Luckily, when she went into the hospital, they knew to say no to uh, remdesivir. Remdesivir kills. Remdesivir kills. If that's all you guys get from this, remdesivir kills. And then some kind of, the combination of remdesivir inventing people with all the drugs that you have to do to paralyze and sedate people, there's something about that. And, and people just don't come out of it. And it's not COVID. Even the doctors and nurses think it's COVID, but it, it, it's not, it's not COVID. It's, it's, um, the massive number of drugs and the crappy medical care because all they're allowed to do is follow a protocol that's one size fits all. And it's not, it's not a good size to put on all. It's not a good size to put on anybody really. So, so I appreciate everything that you're doing, Christopher and, the number that you gave us is 205-936-9803. Is that correct? That is correct. And vaccine-police.com is the website. And Robin, um, again, ivermectin is, is amazing. But please, I, I, I want you to text me your mailing address, okay? And, and take some time today to do research on chlorine dioxide, okay? We have access to seven tons of it, Robin, seven tons of it. We have over 75. Don't you just do a few drops of it? Or are you using like granular or using liquid? Like you, you take a very tiny amount. Is that right? Correct. I mean, basically, the, 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 these two bottles right here is is what you get. And it will last you for a year unless you get really, really sick. Okay. This stuff, this stuff has saved millions of lives in Africa by people who just go over there and it's like super cheap. Um, but pharma doesn't want you to know about it for the obvious reasons. It's just stealing billions of dollars from their plan, their plan. That's a profit plan. They only want the billion dollar, uh, patented drugs and M- MMS is not that. So that's great. So you're going to, so you will like sell people some for cheap or something like that. No, I, I will never sell another product in my life, Robin. If I sell anything, I go to jail, but if somebody sends me a mailing address, um, it's very possible they will get a free gift in the mail, Robin. I don't sell anything. That's what they can't stand now. I give everything away because wow. I love to give. I love to help God's people. I love to help God's children. And, and this right here, if you haven't seen the documentary called Universal Antidote, please go watch it. This is something that you guys can make yourself. But if you don't want to make it yourself, we've had we've got it put together. And and, and send me a, a text message, and it's very possible uh, you'll get a gift. So please send me your information, Robin, so I can send you out some information or send you a gift. Uh, because again, I believe everybody's going to need this in their medicine cabinet 
here in the next four or five months because of with all the shedding that's going on and whatnot from those foolish people that have taken the vaccine. This is something you're going to want to need. And, and closing on vaccines, I, I got to say this real quick. People don't realize that the human body, 50% of the human body is made up of viruses, okay? In the air that I just breathe out right now, there are 10 to the 31 viruses, okay? That is a one with 31 zeros, okay? That is more than all I uh, know, sorry, that's a hundred million times more than all the stars in the entire universe. But yet we're scared of COVID and 72 other viruses. Viruses are who you are. All it is is a human update of the human system so that your body can deal with all this stuff. Okay. You want to get COVID, but you want to have an immune system to be able to adapt and, and be able to fight off everything. So guys, Please quit believing what Big Pharma is telling you and, 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 and do what your body and give your body what it needs. Build up the human immune system. You know, take your vitamin C, your vitamin D, your zinc, your chlorine dioxide, your antler velvet. You know, again, I'm not telling you to do any of these things, but this is what Christopher Key does. I'm not a medical doctor, but I do these things every single day myself. OK, and I believe you guys, if y'all did this. You wouldn't be getting sick. And even if you do take that vaccine, we got a, uh, there's a study now, uh, a paper that's been published, Robin, that shows the chlorine dioxide helps greatly with shedding. So again, um, ivermectin, um, um, uh, hydrochloroquine, they work very well. Chlorine dioxide, those are all things that you guys need to research so you can take care of your temple and, and, and do God's work because you can't go preach his word and help other people if you're sick. You know what I want to do is um, tell everybody who subscribes to Take Action for Freedom. That's my website, takeactionforfreedom.com. I want to tell, I want to get everybody on like a one hour educational webinar where we talk about um, their legal rights and people like learn the words because as Dolores Cahill was talking, I was writing down furiously her actual language and thinking, you know, I haven't for decades studied the law like she has and She's talking about, you know, malfeasance of public office and that there's a 10 to 20 year prison sentence for, for, for this. And that, you know, if you have property or a home or a pension, those are at risk. You are liable. Nothing protects you from that. I'm talking about like the, somebody at checking you in at Delta. I'm talking about, you know, like a, I'm talking about, uh, whoever might violate your rights. You know, I don't know if you got such a positive response when you sent out those letters because you talked about your children's, uh, your, your children's disability that they were born with. But when my, my husband and I went to elementary schools and we handed out flyers to all the people, hundreds of people waiting in line to get their cars. So we timed it. So we knew that they would be there. And we walked around handing out flyers saying, please don't vaccinate your kids or, or at least, you know, get educated. And here's a link. I have a link to all the best. Um, content to help wake somebody up about why you want to think twice about getting this vaccine. And you know what I led with? I don't know if you get such a positive response with this. Nobody will get mad at you if you lead with, hi, I'm the mother of a vaccine injured child. That's what I said when the people out in the Florida heat, they rolled down their window and I'm going to give them something. Like nobody wants to be handed a flyer in their car, right? Like they think you're going to sell them something. Every reaction was positive because we have such a victim culture now <laughs> that it's a great way to break the ice or to get your opening and give them this flyer. Uh, and there was one person who chased me down, like after she picked up her kid came and chased me down and it was to thank me. Yeah. So 
You know, like, I don't know if you do that, but like, it's a great way to open the door because when you say you have vaccine injured child, people will listen to you when you're just, you know, one of those anti-vaxxers, not so much. Well, see, with me, my children, you know, their PKU didn't have anything to do with vaccines. Right. So, you know, my children are not injured. My children were a blessing. Um, yeah. So, you know, that, that's where I, you know, but I know what you're talking about. Again, it, it, it's using that guilt and shame you know, to, to motivate. No, but, but, it, but it, it works, you know, and, and, and that's how our, our population is. Guilt and shame and fear and intimidation are huge motivators. And this goes back to Sigmund Freud. They know what makes us operate and they, they use that against us in the, in, in the words that they use and, and what they put on television and whatnot. And, and we've got to realize this so we can counter because again, guys, for every action, there has to be an equal and opposite reaction. And that's why I've been using fear and intimidation to motivate them, going after their money, going after what they, what they so dearly want to have and 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 they will stand down okay but again it has to be more of us it can't just be me and robin that's where you guys have to realize the power that each and every one of you have individually and you stand up with us guys because i will never my my children i do what i do because of my children because of my grandchildren and my children are never going to look at me and say daddy granddaddy why didn't you stand up why didn't you do something to stop this Will will your children, will you be able to answer that question to your children? I will be able to, and I'll be able to sleep at night knowing that I did my part to stand up to this tyranny. But together, we will make this stop. But we have to stand up. We have to stand up now because right now, Robin, I don't know if you know this, but but we're in the midst of the sixth extinction of the human species. Right now, one in three of our males are infertile in the United States of America. One in four of our females are infertile. When it gets to be one in two, that animal goes extinct. Okay, we can fix this. There's very simple solutions like Regen Ag and and whatnot to to put the alkaloids back in the soil to get rid of all these diseases. Because that's what they've done, uh, Robin. They took the alkaloids. God have all the alkaloids. All the cures were in the soil that was transported to the vegetables that that were put into our mouth or or the the pigs or the cows ate and we ate them. They gave us all these things for diabetes, for cancer, uh, for COVID. Those were in our food and, and whatnot. They've taken it out by design and we can put it back. In. If you don't know anything about Food Force and Jim Gala and Dr. Zach Bush and, and, and Regent Ag, these guys have solutions and these things are working. They're working very, very well. And it just takes us to stand up and share our truth with one another, guys. I totally agree. Is there a way to uh, donate to your efforts to put up all these uh, billboards and everything? Um, Again, uh, if you go to vaccine-police.com, there's a, a, a button you hit donate. And, and on that, guy, I want, I want you guys to understand, um, Christopher has never cared about money. I, I've had lots of money, and, and we've given it all away. The government's taking it. I promise you, with this money that Christopher takes in, this money is going to go back to help God's people and God's children. I know they've used the love of money to enslave humanity. So yeah. what God's going to do through us is use this this money to release humanity. And that's why it's going to continue to get more and more powerful because the more people that give, I'm going to take it right back out and give it to those that are doing God's work and they can't stand this. So, so help me help those people that need this. And if you guys know somebody that needs help, you get in touch with me and I'll do everything I can to help them. If you guys have any ideas, like, like the billboards campaign that we're putting together, the letters, the attorneys and whatnot, I don't know what I don't know. And I will listen to you guys. And I have my phone that I, I take phone calls all night and all day. You can get in touch with me. If you have questions, if you have suggestions, you pick up the phone and call me. 
Okay. I love it. Um, and I'm going to text you and see if you're the guy to get it, you know, to put on a webinar with those who follow me and teach them how to talk about their rights, because this is brand new for a lot of people. And so, you know, we tell them to go do their homework, but people are pretty overwhelmed right now. So I'm going to find one or two experts who will give 30 minutes and just give the download of how you talk to these people and stand up to them. Cause you're right. It can't just be you and me. I mean, I, I was kicked off Delta 11 months ago. Uh, and I, I did my best, but I was kicked off for life and I was a, I was a platinum medallion. I know Dolores Cahill has lots of things like this happening to her. I'm not, I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. In fact, if anything, it just, um, makes me more motivated. Um, when I see them doing, be, being bullies and in, in an illegal way, it just makes me more motivated. I mean, Hey, I've been, I've been part of the backbone of the economy, starting a small business and employing people and raising good, honest, high integrity, contributing children, uh, as the, as the next generation. I'm not putting up with this. I'm not putting up with this and it's do or die for me. This is the hill I die on. I appreciate that you've taken that stance too. I'm always energized when I meet someone else who's doing something courageous to, to stand up to this. So everybody go to vaccine.police.com, contribute if you can, because um, I've seen you out there, Christopher, and you're doing great work. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Robin, thank you so much for what you do. I, I really appreciate it. And it, 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 it gives me so much encouragement whatnot to, to meet other people, you know, because for, for years and years, I was alone. I mean, when I started this 23 years ago, everybody thought I was a crazy nut. They still do. And, and, it, and it's, it, it so touches my heart to finally have people like you that, that are standing up also and, and, and are realizing what is happening because this is about our children, Robin. This is so much about our children's future and we have to stand up to this tyranny. Uh, it's vaccine dash dash police.com. Love you, Robin. Please send me that address. Um, you, you talked about you had some children that had some damage and whatnot. Please send me some information about that because, Robin, the body can heal itself from anything. I, we have been able to heal any and all disease. I haven't had any disease that we couldn't heal yet. Uh, and the only thing that keeps me awake right now is I don't know how to reverse the, the, the COVID-19 vaccine. That's yeah, the one too. I don't know how to cure yet, but I know we will find a cure for it. I, I, I know that the you know, Judy Mikevitz said the antidote was uh, was sermon. Um, but then when, when I started doing research on it, even to get a vial now, Robin is over $15,000 for oh, sermon. Geez. So we can't even research to find out, you know, what it does because it's so expensive now, but God will show us a, a way to, to help these people that were foolish enough to take it. And, and if you know somebody that's thinking about taking it, if they're on the fence, you know, have them watch the documentary Vaxxed or 1986, the act. Um, those are very powerful stories because I've seen, Robin, that, that film is one of the best ways to wake people up. You know, it is. Like- it is. And there's more and more documentaries coming out. And VaxxedTheMovie.com is where you see Vaxxed 1 and Vaxxed 2. Del Bigtree made these movies. It was his foray into standing for our rights uh, to our own bodily autonomy. I'm sure he had no idea that what we would come to. But there. In Vax too, as you were talking, I was thinking about this woman who had twins. Uh, it's a it's a black lady, and she's in Vax two. Everyone should see this. I cried my guts out when Vax two came out. We went and saw it in a in a theater. We, they didn't tell us till that day where the theater was because they were so afraid of like acts of terrorism against them. That's why it's so completely ridiculous that they're calling us the extremists and the terrorists just because we bother to ask questions and we want the best for our children and we do our research. But there's a woman in there um, who is sitting there next to her twin son. 
And she tells a story of taking her two adopted, her, her two children, not adopted, in for their vaccines. And the nurse is talking to her as she injects her son with the three different disease inoculations, which that all by itself should never happen. <clears throat> and then she was distracted and she picked up the three that were for her daughter and she injected them into her son. Then everybody realized that she had given six injections doubled up with the son. And that was her story as she sat there next to her son, who was rocking his head like this and completely nonverbal and autistic. And then the camera pans over to the daughter, who is a concert pianist. Beautiful and just amazing. So intellectual. I mean, it's just, it broke my heart when I saw it too, Robin. I mean, it was just like, wow. And I thought so much of that, that could have been my twins, you know, yes. that same scenario. Because I, I was in that same situation, Robin, where, where that first day we went back, they had those syringes sitting there ready to give to my twins, and, and, and I wouldn't allow it to happen. You know, so that, that was a blessing. Uh, Robin, I, I can't think of her name, uh, but I have a very good friend that is best friends with that lady. So if you want to have her on your show, I can put that together for you if you'd like to have her on your show. So it's just I something. Love it. I would love it. I'll follow up with you, and I'm going to follow up to see if you're the guy who we do a webinar and you talk to us about our rights so that we can all take notes and maybe I'll take notes and send everybody out the notes. I'm good at that kind of stuff. So thank you so much, Christopher Key. Everybody go to vaccine-police.com. Love you, Robin. Thank you so very much. You too. Bye now. Bye-bye.